0: greatly appreciate it
1: oh at the top (laughs) it was homeless jesus christ
0: bonus
1: (laughs) bonus content content april's dating life betting (laughs) is that what (laughs) (laughs) example that was more of a social experiment what is it like for April to actually be around someone that she doesn't have to feel all their feelings? It so was honestly weird. a great moment. It was for you. so strange. You were like, "Is this what it's like being non-intuitive?" That was so weird. You're bored. It was weird. It was like an out-of-body experience. <laughs> <clears throat> so odd. Let me teeth. Nope. I feel she liked me. Here. That here. Oh my god! I'm not on that side. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't
0: that be all like that? Do you want to do welcome? I, I like I like when we're tier, tiered, and I do welcome. I'm tired.
1: Why is the <laughs> straw color like that? What is in that drink? It's one of those weird paper, but not paper straws. Oh, So God. it's like it doesn't fall apart, but it looks like doo-doo. It does look like doo-doo. It looks like a doo-doo straw. Doo-doo. But it's not paper, so I'll take it
0: that's true it's just paper alternative still kills the turtles
1: paper plastic in a styrofoam cup paper adjacent with a plastic lid anyway <sighs> makes no fucking sense don't even start Is it this isn't a political podcast okay <laughs> welcome back to freaks kinks and geeks got it oh first. my beat you don't i swear <laughs> for god. i
0: swear for god you'll <laughs> have to join our patreon to understand that joke
1: <laughs> no pressure <laughs>
0: what i gotta do to make you guys join our patreon mm, 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 you don't mm. want the answer
1: to that i don't think i don't i don't think i do either to be honest i don't think so, you want the answer to my that Sides are wrong sides so what we talking about
0: today today on freaks kinks and geeks we will be covering how you should be vetting your partners when you're trying to get into a non-monogamous situationship and relationship. Situation, today. situation. I, I want to use situationship to cover all bases. You know, all forms of relationships. I feel friends with benefits, fuck buddies. What's the other one? Relationship, <laughs> friends with benefits, fuck buddies. What are the rest? What? Uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Play partners. <laughs> um, it's been so
1: long we've dated, we're like, oh, what are the what other options?
0: Sometimes you get well, for rom chump What is it? <laughs> Where does that one go? Terrible.
1: On the regrets. Terrible. <laughs> On the
0: regrets list.
1: <laughs> On the list of things I'd like to forget. <laughs> On my office freaking window. Like if everyone went, went to an,
0: a convention and they were like, do you want like a free hypnotherapy <laughs> hypno yeah, hypnotherapy appointment? I'd be like, it. yeah, actually, please. would like that. Shit. We have some questions here. Tried and true for us. Yes. Expe- especially if you started being non-monogamous listening to our podcast. We've been non-monogamous longer than you. So you should
1: trust us there you go okay um i guess full disclosure so i've been non-monogamous now for i i really got to start actually mathing because i keep telling everyone two to three years but i think it's actually been closer to five or six now you don't have to do the math if you just do the year but i like, have you been, think i remember the year
0: you don't remember the year then how do you come up with the number i don't know i just <laughs> you're just lying to i keep trying
1: to update? hello it. everybody
0: i have been non-monogamous since 2019 I met her in 2018. So it's been three years for you?
1: Yeah, that's the math. So I think it has been five going on six.
0: So April started being nominated Uh, 2015.
1: That feels good. like it could be real.
0: You know, I found a post I made on Reddit, polyamory three years ago. Where I was like,
1: "Hi, I'm in a very happy." Hasn't been that? Jesus Christ! I'm in a happy See, this marriage. Is, like I, I have to stop telling people I've only been in BDSM for five to seven years because it's been way longer. Like time has passed, and I just don't ever update. So, anyways, um, we have been doing it for a hot second. A um, little bit dating for a little bit dating pre-COVID, which was a lot more active. We, yeah, yeah. We so we got experience before it got fucked up. Um so yeah, these are questions. We're gonna share our top five questions that we use to vet people and then you found uh, where did you find these? So questions? I basically
0: went perusing on Reddit and I was like, what are people telling other people to ask? And what do we think of those questions? Do we think they're good? So after we give you our questions, we're gonna review some that I found, which will remain anonymous. And uh, whether we think it's good to ask someone that you're potentially vetting, is it better to ask it further down the line, is it like a time thing, or what's a better way to ask it, you know, if we like think we know what you're trying to ask, but you're struggling type of thing. Mm. So that's after our, our main tried and true questions. So stick around after 10 minutes. Don't give up on us. do hey, stay, stay hey. with we. She's a
1: praise kink, if you leave, she'll cry. If
0: Sometimes kinks work in reverse
1: like this. We're not above emotional manipulation, okay? I will cry.
0: Um, But for those of you who have a cry (laughs) kink, that content will be available on Patreon.
1: (laughs) So first, um, I really like this question. I also use a version of this question if I'm vetting someone with kink-based stuff. Um, Which is, what does non-monogamy or polyamory mean to you? And I also ask what kink means to them at times, too. Okay. Just because it's so varied now and the... Sometimes I ask you just to, like, make sure I'm on the right and see what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, the terms non-monogamy and polyamory have gotten, I don't want to say watered down. There's a lot of discussion. My stomach is, calm down. I know, I was like, what was that? Three chips and my stomach's talking. Um, Yeah, your stomach's like, where's the chips? There's been so much change as those lifestyles are becoming more popular or I guess more widely accepted. So Mm -hmm. there's even discussion in the polyamory community about coming up with a new word for polyamory because they think that word's gotten watered down. I'm not going to use a different word. Dear God, it's hard enough for me to remember one.
0: I would like to, instead of changing polyamory, we should just call people who aren't polyamorous non-polyamorous. I do like that still. Yes.
1: I guess. If you want to piss off a whole group of monogamous people, try telling them they're non-polyamorous and watch.
0: (laughs) How long has it been? When do you you think you guys are going to, you know,
1: invite a third? When are you going to stray away from non-polyamory? Their heads will explode. It's slightly entertaining if you don't like them. But anyways, we digress. This is just going to give you a good feel for how they define non-monogamy, what it means to them. It just kind of gives you a general idea of what their goals are and how they move about in it. Also, sometimes when you ask questions that aren't super like, you know, well, what are you looking
0: for? You know, some people have a practiced answer for that. So like these are kind of really good to like get the person to think and maybe produce an answer that isn't just like a auto response in your brain type thing. Yep. Second one. How long have you been non-monogamous? That's my
1: favorite one. Of all time. This one's huge for me. Yeah. This is... Telling. Very telling. Um, for you newbies, this one's going to sound a little like we're against you. It's not that, but it is helpful to know with the experience level you're dealing with. And unfortunately with newbies there are some hurdles that do present itself in a lot of newbie situations so for me personally it's good just to know what i'm getting into and the issues that i might have to face
0: in fact we're so pro newbie that was mainly the influence of us even starting like gathering all this information and trying to put it out there because it literally became almost like a copy paste situation every time we'd be talking to newbies um oh so much of what my favorite is where we say by the way this is gonna happen if you don't do this and And they're like "Mm, no it's not not then they circle back around on the app a few months later and guess what happened it said what i said exactly
1: or the people i were i was dating who ended up not listening and imploding would then come back and be like you're right you really should tell people about it oh was i right really So it it does just give other people an idea of where your comfort level might be, what you might or might not have explored, some of the conversations that need to happen after that. Mm -hmm. And yes, as a newbie, you're going to face some backlash, and some people aren't going to want to date you. I have definitely gone through a phase where I did not want to date newbies just because I was exhausted. Just because, listen, the level with which it
0: blows up is insane. Because what you don't realize is that it's very easy to become emotionally involved with somebody. And when you treat it like it's... Just something you can
1: fix really quick
0: to save your other... Anyway, listen. We digress. I don't want to get off
1: track. So third, um, what are your boundaries and rules personally? And if there are any relationship or relationships, what are the boundaries and rules in those relationships? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: I personally ask this because one, I want to make sure that I can respect those boundaries and rules. Mm -hmm. Um, It also gives me an idea of what's important to them um i want to know up front if those rules are going to be in line with my rules and boundaries Mm -hmm. or if they're not that kind of weeds some people out pretty quickly yeah um so if i say for example one of my rules is that we have to use condoms until everyone's safe and tested Mm -hmm. and they go i hate condoms i'm not going to use them
0: thank you We can just rule that that's exactly what i needed to know I think, uh, and maybe this is the same for you, but like someone who approaches dating a little more autonomously, I do like to know about rules, which I would identify as kind of controlling each other's behavior. Mm -hmm. And that'll let me know how you'll judge how I go about being in a relationship too, you know, like if you have a rule where it's like, oh, I have to check in with my partner by a certain time at night. um, You know, that kind of lends me to believe that maybe there are still some things that you guys are working on, but also that you might not be too comfortable with me going radio silent for a couple days as sometimes I will.
1: Yeah, and that's, that actually kind of actually leads into the next one. Yes, um, which is, is there any veto power or D-A-D-T, which
0: is don't ask, don't tell. Now, as a quick reminder, veto power is when two one of the two people in an established couple has the right to be able to say, cut off that relationship that's going on, and the other person agrees, no question.
1: Or it can be in more than just a couple dynamic this can be in a triad it can be any dynamic where any other party has ultimate say over an outside relationship
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so you ultimately don't have say in what would be your connection with another person and when it ends Mm -hmm. or begins for that matter sometimes veto power also includes that everyone has to approve before you guys go out yeah tell me that immediately that's not my thing yeah tell me that right off the bat actually and i do actually ask anyone who is partnered or with other people this is for sure, someone that I would ask. Vito I also power. ask new people. Veto power doesn't work for me. I will yeah. not date someone who has any sort of veto power dynamics in the relationship. Same. That I cannot deal with that lack of autonomy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, don't ask, don't tell. We could probably do a whole other episode on don't ask, we don't probably tell. We should, too. That is essentially when the people in the relationship, be it one or both, are dating swinging whatever outside that relationship but the other person doesn't know sounds super simple nope 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 no if you're in a position where you think oh this is the solution bad time i think you're gonna have a bad time yeah it's it's rare that people can do don't ask don't tell well yeah um we should probably do a whole episode on don't ask, don't tell. I am going to circle it on our notes that I, I never do, keep in throw and throw away. Talk about um also like when, so there's veto power, don't ask, don't tell. And then also relationships that are predicated on one party being gone for a length of time. And that's the only time you can date. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, there's a word, I don't know what that word is. But it it's like, yeah, we should add that too. Okay. We can do a whole episode just on those three. Okay. Um, last one. What is your biggest hurdle? Um, what's been your biggest hurdle in non monogamy? I ask that because it also tells me what stage and what they've had to work through. What's your level of introspection, too? Yeah, in and talking that's, about these things. You know, if you say that it's really been easy, like if you met someone who
0: is like, I've actually been okay. non monogamous for five years. Um, we haven't had any hurdles. Running, running,
1: running, running. I would be like, running, does your partner running, know that you've running.
0: been non monogamous for five years?
1: Yeah. Is this a, an open non monogamy or yeah, is this running, like, a, just a you thing? Open. Or if you say that you've not had to deal with any of it or that you guys haven't had any issues when especially if you went from monogamy to non monogamy and you say you've not had any Mm hmm. <clears> Keep in mind I'm also an impasse, so I'm gonna know you're bullshitting me. But Ooh. um Yeah, this is one that like I think it really tells you where people are at. Mm-hmm. It does. And what they've dealt with, and I want to know about your shit. Like, I also want to see how sensitive you are talking about it. Yeah, actually. And are you going to be real? Yeah. Like, are you going to be real with me? Because that's I'm real. I'm going to Mm -hmm. tell you what shit has gone down, and some shit's gone down in my relationship when we were going through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So those are our five. Five. Maybe I see it down there. Whatever.
0: I. Eight. No, I'll just put the text there. Five. There. Boom.
1: Um, so questions you found. So now these are questions
0: I have found friends, family, everyone else. Is there any family
1: in here? I
0: gotta hope not.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I know some of my family do watch. Oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Yeah. One of the first questions that I found is, are
0: you able to feel satisfied in a relationship with someone who has had multiple relationships or who has multiple relationships? (laughs) I want to start by saying I think you're... Heart's in the right place. Like, I think that technically is a good question to ask. I feel like you can probably tell
1: pretty quickly. Here's my only problem with this question is the word satisfied. Ooh. Say more. So it's kind of along the same lines as me trying to not use the word fair anymore. Mm -hmm. Because... It's such a hard word for every single person, and every pre- person can define it differently. That's true. So what satisfies me might not satisfy someone else. hmm Yeah. So I'm trying to think what would be a different word. Fulfilled. Fulfilled, or you would feel satisfied in a relationship with... Like, what's the goal of this I question? I would say fulfilled. For me, my immediate goal would be trying to
0: suss out someone like my ex, But that was a level of person who didn't really know what they wanted. So I don't know if they could actually accurately answer that. Because
1: I think his answer would have been yes. But, like, I think ultimately... So is your goal to find out if they actually are non-monogamous?
0: Yeah, like, are you in this? Are you consenting to this? Or are
1: you following along with this? Wow, imagine if you asked it that way.
0: You really want to be non-monogamous?
1: Yeah, I almost would word it in a way of, like... um, actually how would i word that why not word satisfied. it like what's been your biggest
0: hurdle in non-monogamy right yeah to be honest yeah because like if you're trying to find like yeah like i think i think that would be a bigger tell of like if, is somebody in this to be in it
1: or what has been your most rewarding part of being non-monogamous Ooh, that's a really good one that is a really good one what's been the most rewarding part about being non-monogamous yeah. that's good because then you are getting someone who's thinking about the positives. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in it to be in it and you want to be in it, there are going to be very little positives. Yeah, exactly. Or me on a grumpy day.
0: Like would after you... today,
1: I'd be like, fuck it. No. <laughs> oh, what's my favorite part? <laughs> this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you feel... So, second question. How would you manage relationships as one breaks up with you or when a new person is overwhelmingly awesome? What? How would you manage relationships as one breaks up with you or when a new person... So are they... (coughs) I almost want to see, like, maybe I would ask it as, like... How do you handle the ending of a relationship? How do
0: you handle breakups in your relationships with you or your metas? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, how do you handle NRE? With, yeah. Among your other partners, I think is really what yeah. you're asking. Um, why would I use that? Because I think if you're trying to be non-monogamous, you absolutely should know the lingo. Lingo. Mm-hmm. We should normalize phrases like NRE so we can let people know what that experience is and how they can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely ask somebody how they handle NRE because if, as somebody who's seeking like long term. ERE, established relationship energy. Um, I definitely want to know
1: what it's going to look like when that gets disrupted. And I will say, um, someone that I have recently started dating did actually ask me how I've handled my last few breakups. Oh, good question. Which I had never really been asked that before, so I thought that was interesting. And we talked about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was totally open to talk about how I navigate those. Awesome. Our next one here is: Do you feel confident about managing
0: holidays, emergencies, family hangouts, social media posts around multiple partners, etc.? I gotta be honest. When I had read that one, I was like, "Wow, I have I've never asked that, but I would be very interested in knowing that." Um, I typically do holidays differently. Plus, I'm child free, so that kind of stuff doesn't have to come up too much for me. Sorry, it
1: just sounded like you. Hey, there's just <laughs> like STD free, child free. I. <laughs> but um but yeah so family hangouts do you feel like this more has to do with like are you out being hidden or not
0: yeah Yeah. like Um, are you
1: out and if so and also veto or hierarchy i feel like this is kind of a two-part question it is, yeah, it is, like, what, like,
0: okay, if we're talking, okay, let's go one by one, managing holidays, okay, so the idea there is, we I'll all go to one family, time. Time. you know what's interesting is that a lot of people I meet in this lifestyle are usually, like, the black sheep of the family anyway, Yeah. so I haven't run into yet someone who's like, yes, and then we have to go to, like, like, we do our holidays together, yeah. so if we were just, like, expanding our polycule, and you and I are both, and they're not, not even know, normal, normal holiday. holidays,
1: no, Christmas nachos, nachos, you have a because I want nachos. Everyone's like, are they certain flavors? I'm like, no. Nachos. <laughs> that that question came up a lot. I was surprised. I'm right? like, what are Christmas nachos? I'm, I'm like, like, they're not Nachos aren't Christmas. Christmas. What
0: are you doing? Don't know where complicated. It's like, I Oh, if, you're ruining if it. If sex on Sunday, it's not Sunday sex. Listen, in tradition, <laughs> it's just <don't>... sex. <laughs> Sunday sex. What's different? It's sex time sex on Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, I guess I would, like, yeah, it it does feel like, okay, for holidays and social media posts and family hangouts, let's do it this way. Those ones all have to do with being out to your either family or social life, right? Because if you're posting, uh, you know, or you want to try like, maybe post a kissing selfie or something like that, you know, like, that kind kind of thing. I think I'm actually going to get a little uh, lipstick tattoo there for the little kiss. I want to do that. Um, so yeah, that, I guess that is what I'd want to hang out. Mostly, I I would just be watching to see how they answer. I don't think there's a right answer for that, but I think how a
1: person answers it would be telling. Um, I will say there's a right answer for me. Ooh, okay. But it doesn't mean there's necessarily an answer for everyone. Okay, what's your right answer? Um, if they said that I could never attend family hangouts or not be present in their life, like Mm -hmm. they were going to hide me, that would not work for me. Okay, true. I think, yeah, but it's more to say like what works for you, what doesn't work for you as about, as opposed to what's
0: right, the right answer and the wrong answer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That doesn't work for me. So there's not a right or wrong, just that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't hide me. Don't hide me. I'm already out. How would you feel if your partner was having more success in dating than you? This This is a super valid question.
0: Yeah. Super valid question. I think so too. Because you know what really sucks is when you are having kind of like a good thing going with a new person and you got dark cloud.
1: Truly, like, it is so more rare for people to have success dating at the same time. Yeah. That is not always going to happen, especially if it's a male-female couple, because mm-hmm. men have, at least here, um, online dating here is so much harder for men. Yeah. So, like, and I think I've said on other podcasts, like, me and Jay, it's super rare for us to be dating at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not by design, strictly because dating sucks. Yeah, agreed. So, and I think that there is
0: like more of a chance of um even though males typically are getting less. Uh I think I say this a lot. Even though males typically get less matches, sometimes they are getting more quality matches. And so you, sometimes yeah, I would watch, you know, a partner who's like, "Oh, you're getting like a yeah. morning text? Wow, I'd love a morning text." You know. And it like- does
1: flip. Like, I dated more pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and then during COVID, I've not been able to date as much. Jays had more success dating. We got humbled universe humbled us they're like who gets more matches but i'm happy for him like that yeah yeah yeah. you know other than the one psycho he deserves, it. He deserves. one psycho cycle how would you uh, manage hierarchy among your partners this is an interesting one
0: uh answer number one i'm at the top it's Obviously. me me myself and i we're a triad <laughs> um yeah i would like I generally try to ask it in a way that is almost like normalized, almost because I'm trying to like bait you into telling me about how you prioritize certain partners over the other. Where I'll be like, "Oh yeah, what were you doing for
1: the holiday? You were with your nesting partner, you know, like that type of thing." For me, I am always upfront about the fact that I have a nesting partner. There's a different term that I was using and now I forgot it. But cave Jay- partner, huh? Cave partner. Yes. Bam. You <laughs> the club, knock me out. <laughs> kidnapped him um so it's okay to be honest about this for me personally like I'm upfront that I live with him mm-hmm. so technically he's home with me mm-hmm. but I don't prioritize him over anyone else mm-hmm. and he was actually even saying that last night we were laughing about how like before um he's been like well I wanted to do something with you and I'm like too bad bitch I got a date and I'm not changing like just because he lives with me doesn't mean I ain't changing shit yeah so you get the same opportunity as everyone else. you didn't lock it down, so thank you next yeah. um and he got to go make his own plans, yeah because he is his own adult,
0: exactly good for him,
1: and he figured it out, and he's a better man for it now. Yes, the only time I ever canceled plans is because there was a death, and that looks a little shitty to like go have sex while you're like your did partner's you, did crying you on the phone. I'm not available. <laughs> yeah, why did he die today No, oh, no, I would die today, yeah, so
0: I think that's a really good question, yes. Uh, how much involvement do you wish to have with your metas how much do you wish to know about your partner's relationships with metas this is a good one too. quick reminder meta is your partner's partners um yeah and i think that that's a great question to know about yourself honestly ask this to people just because that's probably the first time they're being asked it and they should think about that
1: you know I mean, if you don't know it's okay to say you
0: don't know and think about it let me say this though My biggest pet peeve is like, I ask a question like this and someone says, I've never thought about it. And that's their answer. Um, Think about it now. Two seconds. How would you like, I mean, not saying like give like a bad answer. I don't know. I I think like, think about it.
1: Think about it. It's okay to say that you don't know and that you need to think about it. Um, And you can even dictate the timeline there. You can even be like, actually, can I get back to you on
0: that? You know, but bring it back up. Yeah. Circle back. Yeah. Um, where did that go? How Um, much... Yeah, how much do you wish to know about your meta, your partner's relationships with metas? I mean, that one could be figuring out if they have some form of don't ask, don't tell. Listen, one thing that's going to happen is people who are going to be proclaiming things, but you have to ask questions that are a little bit more specific, which is what I like about this. You know, if I ask... There's going to be a situation where I ask, like, are you guys in a don't ask, don't tell? And they're going to be like, no, absolutely not. We're so comfortable. We could do the blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, how much do you like to know about your partner's relationships? And they're like, hmm... -hmm. I I prefer not to know, actually. You know, like, then it's like, okay, we're kind of misusing the language, but the meat of what I was trying to figure out, I did find out.
1: I did recently have someone who said that his partner didn't want me to know super specifics that weren't um, important to mine in his interactions because she wanted me to get to know her on her own. Yeah. And that I'm okay with. And that's good to know up front. Mm-hmm. Because that also tells me what I should and shouldn't ask. And I just wanted to be aware of that. So mm-hmm. it's okay to put down boundaries about how you want to interact. I had requested that as well when um my ex had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mm-hmm. was
0: like, just don't. Uh, don't give away it so much that it would be unorganic for us to meet for the first time. Like, obviously you're going to know if we're nesting, you know, that I'm important in their life or things like that is fine. But like, you know, quirky hobby things, just getting to know each other stuff. I'd like the opportunity to organically get to know that person too. So I did like that.
1: Um, How much relationship
0: security do you rely on to feel okay in your day to day life? Does not having a partner throw your life off drastically? Do people who that would be true for know about that? That about themselves? I don't. Right? Like, I don't think a that's serial would... monogamous turned non monogamous who always wants to be in a relationship, who couldn't do the solo life. So,
1: I'm going to ask this, and I don't want you to feel called out. Ouch. I know. This could go bad. Stop the crap. are going to clap. <laughs> When you were coming out of your relationship with Mm -hmm. your ex, how do you feel like in the very beginning? Because you've you've definitely progressed as you've come out of a very long relationship Mm -hmm. that you basically grew up in. Well, we also talked about
0: this, actually, very specifically. I went through something very specific to this question where I said, you know, I probably wouldn't mind being single if I didn't feel like I failed at relationships, you know, because a part of being single is feeling like no one's choosing you and like no one wants you so I personally had to find out with a you know um introspection journaling it actually came up from journaling which is like wow why does this feel so bad blah blah blah. and it's like yeah because it feels like no one's choosing me no one's like beating down my door to be like finally you're free like I've always wanted you you know so it almost feels like the opposite is true that nobody wants you um and uh so I ended up having to put a I would say a significant amount of work, but not like it took over my life. But yeah, I had to pay a lot of attention to um, why do I feel like that? Is that true? You know, like do I lose my accomplishments as a person? Do I stop being funny? Do I stop being a personality when I'm not in a relationship? No, but um, but if I believe that,
1: that can like almost you kind of wear that on your sleeve sometimes. Do you feel like taking a break? Because you did kind of take a little bit of a break from dating for Again, a little bit. A break still on a bitch. Still I am break. Came <laughs> ain't back. I ain't back. Do you feel like giving yourself that space work to process that first so you didn't answer in a way that, like, yeah, relationships define me? Like, what am I asking? I don't know if I was a,
0: the, the And it's like, that's why I specifically said this came up when I was journaling because this wasn't something that someone asked and I reflected on it. This came up with, like, me sitting with feelings that I have. And then, like, oh, I think
1: I associated success in life as being with a person. I guess what I'm asking is if you dated and didn't take that break, do you think you still would have processed it and dealt with it? Probably you... not. Okay. Probably not. Because I, uh, cause, so if you were
0: following uh, those watching, when I said I had to reflect on why I was feeling the way I was feeling, and I was only feeling that way when I was single. So if I wasn't single, I would have never felt that way. Ergo, therefore, I would have never explored that feeling and found out that's how I felt you would have just gone next relationship and yeah i just would have gone in the next relationship and been like good thing i'm fine and everybody wants me <laughs> i'm so lovable yeah sometimes sometimes those comforts that a person provides you actually hurts you more than it helps you to be honest you're just used to it yeah
1: yeah okay not cool.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, cool. You're lonely as cool. Cool. As me. No one likes <laughs> No,
1: <you. laughs> I,
0: I personally really like, I'm really proud of my journey and my growth. So the, I'm happy to have talked about that because I don't think that a lot of people, yeah, unless you're in that situation, would get into it. And that's why I recommend if you're coming out of a relationship where maybe you were feeling like that relationship gave you worth to, sit, you know, get back to knowing the person in here. You know what I'm saying? I
1: agree with that. Here. Right there. Right, right there. Right in the fields. How do you define sex? How do you find define cheating? I find the second half of this question more important than the first half, but I could yeah. be wrong. I think they're related,
0: though. Is my problem, but not well, not my problem. It's like when you say, "How do you define cheating?" Yeah, like sex with someone else. Well, how do you define sex with someone else? Because like someone, would be oh, like, I see your hand job. No. So really, it's
1: how do you define cheating? Is yeah, sex the main question? The only way to cheat. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: but I would like. I guess like. Because, I, obviously, I, can, I don't consider penetration the only form of sex. I mean, no. even if I was, like, wanting to explore, like, kink and someone did that with someone else without me, and I was, like, want, maybe I felt cl- I laid claim to something like that, I'd probably feel some kind yeah. of way about it.
1: And getting away from the whole, like, I'm trying to move away from the whole, like, someone's a virgin. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Like, that's been a big thing where they're really trying to get away from virginity, yeah. which is around penetrative sex. Exactly. Yeah. Which, I mean, some of my friends were... Um, Thinking that they could get away with some backdoor action and it not being sex, and they would still be holy for the oh, Lord. Oh yeah, I remember that.
0: Well, some people practice soaking. Oh yeah, that's I I okay. Don't even get me started. I'm just saying, if you got me that far, there's no way I'm not anyway.
1: <laughs> How do you I th- define cheating? Though I think is very important, especially in non-monogamy, because mm-hmm. you don't have the culturally recognized norms a lot of times. So yeah. if Jay goes sleeps with someone else without telling me, for us that's not cheating. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If he goes and develops emotions, that's not cheating. Mm-hmm. So cheating usually from my understanding in non monogamy comes down to like, did you break a defined set of rules that we have in place? hmm Yeah. hmm Is that what you would say?
0: That is what I would say. I um when I was still married, one of the things where it's like, yes, we were non monogamous but um, doing, like, having sex randomly with someone and not having told the person about it would be seen as, like, being blindsided. Mm-hmm. So I, I was thinking about that right when you said that, where I was, like, so, I mean, I I think basically what I'm saying there is that, so we would have defined that as, like, a, I don't
1: know if it's as, like, a cheating, but that was a violation of our boundaries that we yeah. made together. Um, I would, and, you know, when you're thinking about some of these, I would also go back and check out some of our how to be monogamous and how to not be monogamous post and podcast because it does go over, like, Putting in too many boundaries and rules, which yeah. are going to set you up for failure and cheating. Mm-hmm. So maybe go back and listen to those if you're not sure. Yeah. Um, um, and I just want to say, I mean, I don't know if there's any
0: monogamous people in here, but I think you should definitely define that with your partners, even if you're not non You know, for those of you who are non-polyamorous yeah. out there, uh, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, because there was things that some people consider like emotional cheating or Like liking cheating, other people's and photos on like, Instagram. Yeah i was today talking, years old talking about
0: sex period
1: really some i don't see that would never have even crossed my mind even when i was technically oils? monogamous or non-polyamorous <laughs> <laughs> so for those with nesting partners how do you handle overnights child care if no kids are they planning to have kids if yes kids how do they handle introduction of partners this is an important one i have been in a relationship with someone that had this a kid this is loaded but it's actually I don't
0: I take that back it's not so much that it's loaded it is very necessary to ask and I think you should treat it that way and not look at it as like a hard conversation to have but to look at it as things that you should have ironed out before you get into this
1: especially if they have kids yeah Um, having that understanding of how you're going to navigate overnights if they have kids or not overnights or when Mm -hmm. you might meet the kid or Mm -hmm. yeah that will you ever meet the kid right yeah that can also be a thing. There was yeah. someone I was talking to and he was like, yeah, you, you would never meet my child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not really going to work for me because you are hiding yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, And I'm not ashamed of me. So,
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm i not a parent. I can't, you know, but I do feel like the amount of things that you hide from a child teaches you someone to be ashamed of. And like, I think yeah. one major piece that a lot of parents forget is that, that that came from you. So likely they have like the same desires as you have. Like, they'll probably grow up to want to do the same things that you're doing. Why not, like, teach them how to do that safely and yeah. with no shame? So that's where I'm coming from off that. That's how I would do it if I did have children or small wards that came to me for
1: knowledge, yeah. you know? I mean, I dated someone with kids, and we never told her that I was non-monogamous or polyamorous. or Like, she didn't need to know any of that. She mm-hmm. just knew that her dad was dating someone, and that's all she cared about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I do like the how do you handle overnight situation question just because it's like, I don't know, I live alone. So sometimes I would like for someone to sleep over. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't, I don't really like situations where I'm kind of, I don't know, causing a fight with someone else. Yeah. I can't handle that. I'm like, I'm not gonna say it's my responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen. I would just want to know if that's what would happen. because I'm it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then for childcare, I mean, that like, that makes emergencies a little bit different, I guess, you know, and time management different. So for the one about if you're, uh, if you're planning to have kids, um, is that, is that personal? Is that too personal? I guess if you're looking for a long term relationship, maybe you want to know about it.
1: I don't, you know,
0: like maybe, maybe that's important, especially if someone is looking to have kids and they're getting off their contraceptive.
1: Yeah, I would say if you're looking for, like, a nesting partner, that's important. If you're mm-hmm. looking for someone who's going to potentially fill that role mm-hmm. or if that's the main thing they're looking for. I traditionally don't ask if you want kids because, for yeah. me, that's not what I'm looking for. Relationship raise, mm-hmm. wise, right, now, mm-hmm. Um And a lot of apps will say, like, Bumble says, have yeah. kids, doesn't have kids, wants more, has right. more, and wants yeah. no more. Blah, 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 blah. So, to if they're like, hey, wants more, I'm like, cool. <laughs> Which on y'all's end is right? I'm swiping left, just for reference. Left, left. Well, if I mirror this, we look at the right way. This is (laughs) whichever way me getting
0: pregnant. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then yeah, we already went over how to handle introduction of partners. Um, I would do it like how you introduce cats. You keep one in a room and you introduce an article of like a blanket that has map under the door. <laughs> if they Once you start claw, ca- clawing mm-hmm. under the door, that's how you know they're ready to meet each other. You get into a fight, <laughs> you separate them, no. you grab them by the scruff. <laughs> <laughs> um, last but not least, what sorts of things do you do for emotional maintenance in your relationships?
1: Can I suggest an alternative one that I've seen that I really like? If you say, are you in therapy, I will stab you. No. Okay, then you're not getting stabbed. Holla. Um, Do you turn to yourself first or your partner first for emotional management and emotional support? Do you... Oops, say that again? Turn to yourself first or your partner first for emotional support and emotional management. Wow, I mean,
0: that's pretty great. Thank you, TikTok. Thank you, Tita.
1: Thank you, Clock App. Uh, yeah, I would... What's your answer to that? I turn to myself first. I turn to myself. Um, I'm not perfect, so are there times that I turn to him first? Sure. Or you. Yeah, I was about to say proximity
0: is important too. If I'm in a situation where I I'm alone alone, then I'll probably like, yeah, I'm turning inward, you know? Or I don't know, I guess
1: it does depend. You I, know? I usually will turn to myself first. I usually will go to you or J once I've tried to process it myself or navigate it and need mm-hmm. like either support someone else to read like today where i just laid on your floor and when that was fuck? good but like but in a way though like the
0: reason you laid on my floor was because of things that were happening all throughout the day so i guess i wonder almost immediately you had to be more inward on it though oh uh, yeah just processing yeah, it.
1: yeah yeah no i definitely tried to <laughs> handle like at no, no point was situations. my day interrupted because you were like all hey. right no, you know, tried so. to try to navigate all that myself. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, I think like timing wise, like sometimes I find myself as it's happening. I feel like I am alone and my stuff, my reactions is happening pretty immediate. So I'm using like things I learned how to cope with that from therapy, you know, meditation, breath work type stuff, mostly breath work or just therapy stuff um and just like calm myself down I try to process it and then I guess I take what I'm processing to a person sometimes Mm -hmm. for review um but I I would say I turn to myself first but I have like a hyper independence issue as well so same yeah
1: but it also helps me to know if you expect your partners to manage you emotionally yeah I that's a lot of over functioning for me yeah it's tricky when like I don't know.
0: Like, I'm trying to think about what makes it different for when I go ask somebody for, like, emotional
1: help. I feel like usually, though, we pressure. only ask if it's actually needed. hmm But we're also open to people saying no. Like, I don't,
0: like, I don't think I need a person to help me get back to calm, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Like, I think I can do a pretty good job of calming myself down to at least get to a point where I can, like, wait for someone to be available. Function to be help well like wait to be available is and I can wait the amount that a phone rings or I can wait yeah. the next day you know like I personally don't like to be too too urgent I don't know if it's mostly because I'm trying not to encourage that part of me to like be as loud like I don't want to give it something that's yeah. going to immediately quench it that's not something I can immediately provide to it
1: yeah I would say like the only times that there would be exceptions to that is if we're having some exceptional like big grief big grief you know, I pretty much immediately called you right after the assault with yes. no hold bar. Did I couldn't even think about how it was going to impact you. That wasn't on my, that I, you, you yeah, there was no process. I also so. don't think about it. <laughs> so there, there's exceptions to this. It's not like we're saying like you cannot turn to anyone for emotional support. Yeah. Like I did not wait. Or need CJ to wait when her brother had passed to tell yeah. me. It's not like I was waiting her for a convenient time. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. we like, why didn't you wait till lunch to tell me? Yeah. Excuse me, I'm working Excuse right me, now. Yeah. Text me. Okay. <laughs>
0: um It's hard because I think we are trying to speak to more like a codependent style of that, which is very like, oh, I'm a mess. I can't function in my life until I talk to
1: somebody. Yeah, and also just like if like let's I have say no other ways of supporting myself. Me and CJ. Well, I'm not even gonna say. So like obviously CJ and I have a very close but platonic relationship that I consider a partnership. But I also right. have a partnership with J now. Mm-hmm. If I'm going through something with CJ, I don't automatically run to Jay and be like, CJ said, fix it. Or tell me I'm right. So I've gone to Jay about issues or things that I'm going through with CJ to get feedback or to have him check me. Um, But that's not my go-to. And likewise, if I'm going through with something with Jay, I usually will come to you, sometimes just to vent because you need Mm -hmm. venting. Mm -hmm. But if I need help, I've usually sat with it, tried to figure it out. I think, and that part for me is, like, I
0: I really want to know what my thoughts are on it first. Like, I I think, personally, I have an issue of, like, trying to take on other people's ideas as my own. Where I'm like, oh, okay, what you said is right. Like, I'm trying to, like, have the thought, check my feelings on it. Like, is this how I really want, is this how I want to show up? Is this how I feel, you know? um and i'm gonna say something brave yet controversial i think everybody should have someone you can support and talk to about another person
1: absolutely
0: yeah i think it's almost like isolating and
1: even therapists recommend it. yeah like you shouldn't not you, you need people to vent to yeah um that doesn't mean that you're bashing them that doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. other than you need support and yes like I don't remember which therapist, I feel like multiple therapists, but I know I've heard at least two therapists maybe on podcasts say that like you absolutely need to be able to vent around friends, partners, whatever, like you need sources to go vent to because otherwise you're bottling that up mm-hmm. and have nowhere, like you're going to explode. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you should be able to vent about me. It means nothing to me. Well, mm-hmm. not that it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> the,
0: the way that I think about it is, like, okay, I'm sitting here listening to April admit openly that she talks about me to Jay. Um, but, like, to also know that it's, like, think about it this way. That's always been going on. And I still feel incredibly close to this person. So, it's, like... Maybe that has not been as hurtful of I, you know.
1: Well, and usually, at least for me, I feel like if people are venting or talking about me to someone else, I am hoping those people I surround myself with are doing it so we can have a better relationship. Yeah. And not to be, like, malicious. Yeah. But I also have been in relationships with partners who will dump on me. Mm-hmm. and don't go to themselves first and the dumping is emotionally draining yeah you probably remember the last person that was and he could not respect the fact that i could not be dumped on yeah at all it's almost like he didn't even know what dumping was and that was like no. it was sad yeah it was, it was really sad so this question is actually a very good question in my opinion yes just to give you a gauge of, and, and they might even say well sometimes i do this and sometimes i do that mm-hmm. but yeah. it's good to know kind of yeah hey, best case
0: scenario maybe you get better ideas for yourself too like what do you do oh i use this one app that's like this so it's like tell me about it. i use it. the honest meditation app <laughs> <which cusses. laughs> that checks out oh that's so nice yeah yo that was the last question we had that it
1: yeah that was it we did it so, make sure you are leaving us reviews, please, 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 on Apple. Yeah, we need five please. Stars, Apple iTunes. It. Oh, my God. I just remembered that. The last, the last episode, I couldn't ignored. figure that out just at ignored. all.
0: Yes. Five stars on Apple iTunes. Uh, subscribe to our Anchor podcast. Ooh, I'm getting it. Um, we also have and on Patreon. Yeah. So, Patreon. if you want to help okay. support us. You're now following Anchor Your Day.
1: Or you can do that. My watch has an opinion. Um our go figure i don't know today's been weird um why didn't she at least reference our podcast if you want to help support us we do have patreon and Kofi um mm-hmm. for as little as like two or three bucks it sounds like we're about to sing in the arms of an angel i might um we look really sad uh, yeah, yeah. so we self-fund all this we have paid for it out of our pockets because we really care yes. um you can go Website sign up I mean. webs- all of it equipment editing program editing programs so when you sign up it really helps us keep this going but you also get behind the scenes stuff you get unique content that no one else is getting access to behind the scenes behind i keep saying behind the scenes like it's going to change um extra podcast <laughs> extra I footage like apple 16 times last yeah podcast, we love so all, of it. <laughs> all of our words all the words are so good um and then you can still send us voice messages here Do and it. make sure you go check out our FKG Facebook page where you can see our munches and our meetings and all that good shit. Come and meet ant. us. Uh-huh. We promise we won't keep saying and if- um back end. Yeah. In- no, not back end. What the fuck was I saying? <laughs> That's not restarting it. <laughs> Welcome. Behind the scenes. I'm not gonna say behind the scenes. BTS
0: all the time. BTS used to BTS? just be behind the scenes, but now it's also uh, a K pop group.
1: Smooth like butter. Don't like that. I hope that's behind the scenes. She sings. Mm -hmm.
0: DJ Dirty Diamonds. Mm -hmm. Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked.
1: We should probably tag out now.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye.